A moment with a is united to condemn the tragic murders of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and every other black brother and sister at the hands of police brutality. This is a continuation of the systemic racism pervasive in our country since its inception, and we are committed to standing against racism in all its forms. We believe that to be silent is to be complicit. We believe that black lives matter. We believe that black lives matter more than property. We have a responsibility to use our platform to speak out against these injustices whenever and wherever we are witness to it. We have a responsibility to use our platform to speak against anti-blackness and police brutality, and we encourage our audience to be educated, engaged, and to take action. So welcome to A Moment With A. Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast, A Moment With A. As you guys know, my name is Akile. Hey guys, hey, 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 hey guys, my name is Akile. Welcome back to my podcast, A Moment With A. As you guys know, my name is Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast, A Moment with A, the podcast that is dedicated to elevating the dialogue on the topics that affect the lives of millennials, as well as everyone else, but specifically millennials. As you guys know, my name is Akila Hughes, and I'm so excited to be sharing energy and light with you guys again. So um, on today's episode, we have Alexander Dixon in the house. Yep, yep, yep. I'm here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Alex, Alexander, AD, <laughs> all the above. But um, I actually, I've been following you for not too long, but for a while, like on Twitter and on Instagram. And I just think you're pretty cool. I like your message. I like that you're in our age group and you speak the way that you speak about relationships and about self-love. And right. I think that we need more of it. I think so. Just imagine if they taught like self love and self worth in school, right? I think a lot of people will be like will grow up having like maybe less broken tools. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think definitely for sure those should be requirements that we should learn in school. But if we don't learn them in school, we're gonna learn them on a moment with a, and that's a period. <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> okay, so um, I've done a little bit of research, so I know that you're a father. Mm-hmm. I know that you're a keynote speaker. Yeah. I know that you're an author, which is yeah. super dope. And you're a life coach. Yeah. So can you tell us about the different projects that you have? Uh, Specifically, your two books. And then I think you have a spoken word album. Yeah, I do. Tell us about (laughs) them. (laughs) That's what's up. Um, So, yeah, two books, uh, Facing Reality and uh, the book that's coming out um, in a few few days, a few weeks. It's called I Hope You Find This Book in Time. Um, that book is more of a reminder book on a lot of uh, more so of like tweets and messages that I would post. Um, but I'm just going into a deeper meaning, you know, and it's just like you have a quicker you know, access a lot. Sometimes online, um, you know, when, when we post a meme, I post something like it's very surface level, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, like, why did you like that? Why did you share that? 
And it's a reason why, and I'm kind of breaking down, you know, um, the reason why. Maybe it's tied into a certain standard that we have. Maybe it's a certain a certain belief system. Maybe, um, you know, maybe you you couldn't put in words to what you know. Um, maybe I found the words for you, you know. In the book Facing Reality, it was just um, a book of just messages of like maybe like fifteen, sixteen inspirational stories, and that I just found myself writing through you know, uh, a very tough part of my life, uh, going through depression. I just found out that I like to write, like write, read, um, and actually speak. And all those things were things that, um, are pretty much aligned with my purpose. I ended up finding my purpose in, in the darkest time, you know, doing things that people said I couldn't do. Um, as far as teachers, um, I have a speech impediment, so I stutter at times. Um, so which kept me not wanting to speak. You know, I had a teacher that told me that I couldn't write <laughs> and, you know, I was reading on a third grade level in what, you know, eighth grade or whatever the case may be. And it's just all these limitations that people just put on me. And I started to believe those. And a big part of life or my life, it wasn't, it wasn't more so about becoming, but it was more about uncoming, unbecoming, right? Peeling back those layers of like, hey, what got me here? Because every decision that I'm, you know, even at this table right now, every decision that I made led me, you know, in front of you. So really peeling back those layers and, fill, and, and and figuring out, you know, what was going on there. You know, so that's more so about the books. Um, I talk about, you know, fighting depression and, my, you know, hitting rock bottom and, you know, having patience and uh, learning how to let go of things. And um, I guess a lot of the feedback um, that I got from that book, it was dope. You know, I ended up selling a thousand copies and I didn't, I, listen, I don't know how to be an author. You know what I mean? I don't know how to be a speaker. All I made was a decision to just live my life and speak my truth, you know? And it's funny how, you know, speaking, speaking in front of camera, speaking in front of people, like I absolutely, um, I didn't say that I'm going to do this, you know, it more so if it just pushed me, right? It's like, why am I, why am I afraid? You know, sometimes, you know, when I speak in front of crowds, people always ask me, do you ever get scared? Of course I get nervous, but it's like you run towards that fear because that fear makes you feel alive, mm. right? Like life is very like, think about this quarantine. It was very slow, right? It was very like, Ugh, this can't be life, right? Because nobody was doing anything. But when you were doing something or when you do something, you feel alive, you know, and you feel um, purposeful. But when you're just sitting at home doing nothing, life is boring. You know, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as the life coaching, um, that's cool as well. Um, I just found out that people pull strength from other people. And, and another thing that I didn't know, I was speaking to a lady, and she wanted me to speak at her conference in Jacksonville. And I was talking to her, and she asked me if I was a life coach. And I said, I have no idea what a life coach is. <laughs> she, so she said, I thought you were already a life coach. So she gave me this program that I could, you know, you know, be a part of, and I was a part of it, and, you know. Um, now lock- you're certified, right? Yeah, I locked in and it got certified. Period. Yeah. So um, you talk about your depression. Mm-hmm. So is that what started your, like, journey of self-love, yeah. or how did that begin? Yeah, the depression led to my um, progression, <laughs> you know, honestly. Um, I know people have different stages of depression and it's real, but what I learned is one of the enemies of depression is what progression, right? So if you're constantly progressing in life, like you're not worried about what affected your life, right? When you constantly have your mind on a target, you're locked in on that target and it becomes more about the target and less about whatever you're facing. 
So, um, you know, I found myself, the only time that I looked up was when I was laying down, like, you know, and I was like, this can't be it. So I had to reinvent myself and did reinventing myself. Did it suck? Yeah. Was it hard? Yeah. But I just started something small. I just started going to the gym and cause I needed something to do that I could see improvement consistently. So yeah. I was like, I'm not a gym head, but I do it for my mental and my physical, you know, because I'm able to see, um, growth, right? Like real actual growth. Like I'm able to manifest what I wanted and turn it into reality, you know? So yeah, the depression, you know, I always say that like, you know, uh, uh, once you make a decision, like when you move forward, like not move on, but when you move forward to something, um, that thing that bothers you, it like, sometimes you may never get over it, but if you know what to do to get yourself out of that mode, then, you know, I think life is just about, you know, finding that and, um, fighting, you know? So when you were going through that season of mm-hmm. depression, was there specific things that you did to get out of that hole or was it therapy or like, what did that look like for you? Yeah. Um, for me just going through that, um, exactly what I did. I went through it, right. Mm. But I actually felt the pain, you know? And I think that's a big key component. Um, just feeling the pain, like being in that moment. Right. And it's like the darkness, you know, can make you right. Like it's a whole world inside of you waiting to be discovered. If you just take the time for yourself and analyze, you know, life is less about, you know, what they did. Right. It's, It's less about, you know, you know, it's not about the battle with them, but it's about the battle within. And, you're able to win that battle when you're able to show up for you. So it started with me just dialing in on my life, right? Like what led me up to that moment? Why do I even feel de- you know, depressed? And it's because I didn't have control. So I had to get real control over my life and make peace with things that I couldn't control. And, you know, um, people are never going to be who you desire them to be. They're never going to be who you want them to be. You got to be at peace with that. You know, the mi- the moment they switch up, okay, like, you know, it's life. But what are you going to do about it, right? So one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite uh, uh, things in the Bible, um, I, won't, I wouldn't call it a quote, but one thing that I really like live by is is um, Genesis 50, 20, you know, where it says, God may have intended it for harm, but, they, you know, well, they, may, they may have intended it for good, but God, inten- they may have intended it for, um, you know, harm, but God intended it for good. Right. Because like maybe sometimes people had to leave you to show you that you can do it on your own. Right. Maybe, you know, uh, that setback maybe was for, you know, you know, you know, step forward. You know, maybe, you know, whatever. But it may have been bad. But perspective can always make it good. You know, and you could use that to feel you like don't harbor in the pain. Right. Embrace it. Yeah. Don't sit there, cry, kick and fuss, because at the end of the day, when you do that. Like, nobody wants to hear about, you know, what you've been through, right, for three months, six months. Eight, like, who cares, right? Nobody, does, like, people come to me with problems all the time, and I'm like, I don't care. Like, what are you going to do about it, you know, because it becomes, and I don't mean to be, like, Heartless. You know, yeah. But it's like, this but is it's what like, it is. But it's like, that's my heart. Yeah. It's like, yo, I see what you're going through. What you going to do about it? Like, let's focus on that. I've literally lost friends because yeah. of that. Yeah. Because, like, they want to stay in the same place, and I'm yeah. like, no, like, well, how are you going to get out of the situation? Yeah, straight up. Then they drop you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's life. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's, it's you, you, you can't control who stays and who goes. Period. You got to be you, you know? 
So obviously, you know, God has given us all a purpose. You right. have a purpose to do something mm-hmm. on this earth. So how did you discover your purpose? Like, what did that look like for you? And mm-hmm. how did you really come to the realization, like, dang, yeah. this is what I'm supposed to be doing? Yeah. Um, yeah. Purposes, for me, my definition is I'm purpose. Mm. So whatever I do, I'm purposeful enough. God created me. It's less than 1% chance that I'm even going to be born, right, alive, that I'm even going to be here, existing. You know, so what makes you feel like I'm not purposeful enough, right? It's, it's almost like that. You know, that's my perspective. You know, so it's just like whatever I do, I'm going to just, you know, be in tune with who I am, what I like to do, and – I'm going to dive all the way in, into that. And so all these titles that people give me now of a, of a keynote speaker, of an author, of a writer, whatever, like that's just titles, but stripped away from, from those titles. Who is, who is Alexander Dixon? You know what I mean? And I'm just a guy who like, you know, I'm, I'm a father. You know what I mean? I'm just a, a person who just likes to have fun, you know? And so don't let a strict message, you know, um, like I turn up. You know, like, I like to have fun. Yeah, like, I like to have fun and enjoy life. But just don't play with me, you know. And Facts. and everything's going to be good. But my purpose, it just came from being, you know, back against the wall, you know, like I said, unbecoming, you know. And it's like, what did I like to do growing up? You see, growing up in the hood, like, they put a ball in your hand, right, and say, go be great, right? They say, oh, you got to go do this to be great, to be validated, you know, to be approved, Right. Oh, go sell drugs because this is the only opportunity that you're going to have. And I'm so thankful that I got the opportunity to see life different, you know, than Orlando. When I was in high school, you know, high school, I got to go to Texas, you know, and that ended up being like, wow, like they live like this out here. You know, I got to see more of the world and realize that I didn't just have to I didn't have to be what they wanted me to be. And then it took for me, you know, having my daughter and I was literally training for to play basketball overseas. And, um, you know, I got a, you know, kind of like a message that, like, you know, I was expecting, you know, uh, my daughter. And basketball ain't mean much to me, you know, because I'm like, I see what's important, right? Like, placement is nothing. Titles are nothing. Like, you may not even live up to be that title, you know, but you can always live up to be the best version of you. So you got to dial in on who are you. A lot of people are scared, right, to, like, Really be by themselves to figure that out. Facts. <laughs> so Facts. <laughs> it's a gift, you know, but I always say like for people who can't be by themselves because it's people who know like they can't be by themselves. Right. And I feel like that's a strength because they know that they can't be by themselves. Right. But it's also for me, it's also like, why are you so scared? You know, and I'm like, you know, here you go. Like people can't be who, who you are. So you got to be at peace with, you know, somebody, they may leave you and then they may go be with somebody else. And you got to be at peace with that too. Wish them the best. You know, you ain't got to always, always wish harm and, you know, whatever. Wish them the best. You know, because wishing them the best, as you should, you know, it's like, God not going to stop blessing somebody just because you don't like them. Period. <laughs> it does not work like that. It doesn't. No matter how much you think they don't deserve it. Yeah. So, are you single? I am, yes. How long have you been single? Mm. Say about two years. Um, I've dated, but um, you know, the dating, you know, I I don't know. Like I say, people can't be who you want them to be, you know. Um, but I've understood that like my journey and my mission, you know, is just like am I, you know, I earn my greatness every day, you know. So it's just like I can't just, you know, it's people who want to, you know, not add to my life or take away, 
right? Slow me down a little bit. And it, it becomes extremely hard because one thing that I learned about people who are single, like, and for a while, it, it takes a lot to get them into a, a place of vulnerability and a place of, like, uh, uh, trusting someone, right, with their life, you know, essentially. You know, so, but those are people that, uh, they also, like, they see the, they see the BS a little bit, a, li- a, li- a little more yeah. clearer. <laughs> yeah. Because they don't need it. You know, like, they don't need a relationship to, to feel validated, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but if anybody wants to add to somebody's life, I mean, go for it. You know, it's people who are, like, super happy. And I think, like, that's something that, like, uh, um, like I inspire to have that one day. Is it, do I go out there and go, like, pursue? I, I don't. Like, I'm just being me. You know, I always say if I if I am love, if I you know, then I can attract love. You know, then then it's all it's, it's all good. Okay, so do you have a fear of like finding love or like being in love ever? Mm, fear of my biggest fear. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, like my biggest fear, like it, this gonna hit you, but it's it's being in a loveless relationship, a loveless marriage. That is my biggest fear. Beyond my biggest fear. Right, yeah. in, in a relationship, you know, uh, standpoint, it's just feeling like, like, what is this, right? Like you spend so much time with somebody, and then you wake up, and it's like, wow, like, I don't like you. Yeah, like <laughs> that this, was me. All right, <laughs> this not it, you know, like this not it, boo boo. Like yeah. I'm sorry, like hey, I'm a head out. Yeah, facts, <laughs> and you know, um, you have to like strategically plan your life away, you know which I feel like women do a little bit more like, right. Like, like for me, like I, I never went into a relationship um, as a, as a, like, I mean now more so like preparing myself, right. Cause like preparation is everything. Like women always prepare themselves for a relationship. As far as men, we don't really do that. Why do you think you it's know? like that? Um, I think we can we dial back to like being a child, right? Like what movies did you watch when you were six years old, seven years old, eight, eight years old? Rom coms, yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe Disney, maybe Aladdin, mm-hmm. maybe you know whatever it is, you know uh, Tinkerbell or whatever. Whoever had Prince Charming coming down, the, you know, down the way, and so women they idolize that, like oh, like because I think sometimes they feel like that's the symbolism of like complete, right? But I, I told you what happened to me when I was a kid. They put a ball in my hand and say, "Go be great," you know what I mean? So, and as I got older, it's socially acceptable for me to have five women to talk to. Who's going to check me? My boy's gonna validate me, right? You know, so yeah. so so it's like who's who's gonna check that? Oh, I'm talking to this. Oh, I'm doing this. Oh, I'm doing that. Like you're not gonna check me, right? And if so, okay, I got We're four. I got four more. Yeah, so I got four more. Like, but like nobody tells that boy that like yo like calm down because karma gonna come around the corner. And that could be like you know why he can't win in life because you was out there doing you know some some BS you know trying to. You know, uh, uh, um, you know, care what your friends think, you know, or it could be like maybe he um, has like four children now. Right. And, you know, four baby mamas. And I'm like, I'm not knocking baby mamas, you know, at all. Um, But just like maybe his life is chaotic, you know, trauma. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, um, if you knew every decision that you made, like if you knew the consequences behind every action, would you still do that? You know, so I think it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty dope now. It's like, yo, like I could. Like, I know how to, like, say, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> you know, like, like I'm not ready for what you, you know, have right now. I'm not I'm not there in my life. You know what I mean? And, I, and I'm cool to just walk away or, like, not even, like, entertain that. And prior to before, like, I would entertain anything. 
you know, st- standards? No. Like That's just growth. Yeah, so you just grow. And life. your self-worth. Yeah. You know what you deserve. Exactly. But it all comes from just me putting that work. You know, on me. And it's like, I'm not going to settle for less. Like, I'm not even going to give me less. Period. Right? Uh, but you're going to get everything that you deserve and everything that you settle for. And if you don't like it, what you going to do about it? You got to do something about it. All right? Or you can keep this same story going on that people keep hurting me and doing me wrong. Or you can take ownership of the parts that belong to you and analyze it and, and you know, and be better. That's good. Yeah. All right. So let's shift into like today's relationship dynamics. Okay. You no, know, the dating scene today, mm-hmm. it's just a whole nother, <laughs> a whole nother beast. So if you had to describe today's dating culture in mm-hmm. one word, what would it be? In one word, uh, microwave. Oof. Yeah. Explain. <laughs> Everybody wants things like right now, you know, like quick, fast, in a hurry, and um. Everybody's just wanting that. Sometimes what people post online, you know, they're not about that in real life. Or like they have relationship goals, but it's because like they're looking in a re- like they're looking in the lens of of what somebody else has, and it's like you don't know if they you know if that if that, if that couple argued in the car be- before they got to the restaurant. You don't know if that man sat outside his house and cried before he went inside. You don't know if that woman was crying because, you know, um, she can't get his point across, but because they're able to flick up and take a picture, it's all good. Yeah. You know, like you don't know. Like they could have argued on the plane before they went to Bora Bora, right? Is it worth it? Right? Like, is your mental health really that worth You know, is it worth it? Like, and it's like almost like at what cost, right? Like, what's the price you're willing to pay just to say you have somebody? Now, if you have somebody that adds to your life and, and, and is so loving and caring and you guys have goals within and you guys are hitting those goals, dope. But sometimes people, I think now we see the end bef- be, before we see, like, you know, I think before we see the even the beginning or, like, the duration, like, even, like, the middle because we want that one to be the only one, right? And it's like you can't be everything to everybody. So just because I have, you know, it's I'm, I'm in a relationship, like, I want to hang with my boys, right? Or I might, you know, talk to somebody else about, you know, talk to another woman about a business opportunity, right? And it's like sometimes we get so, oh, who is she, you know, or who is he? And it's like you're so guarded, but I feel like for me, I'm not guarded at all because I know what I bring. So if I feel like if people always, if, I feel like if people just choose them and know what they bring to the table, like that's their value. And people respect that a little bit more. I think people compromise on their standards, their worth, their uh, uh, codes they live by, right? Can't and, do that. And please them off of somebody's impatience. Mm-hmm. They feel like, oh, that one's the one. And it's like, give people time, right? People have the worst parts of them, right? So just give people time, and, and, and time always exposes, you know, what's real and who's real, right? A lot of people will help you plan the party, but they won't help you clean up the party, right? They'll come to party, right? So it's almost, almost like that thing, like, people are in your boat, but they're not helping you row. Right, some are drilling holes, and the only way to see who's real is just timing. Right, so that microwave generation in society is just like it's hurting more than it's more than it's helping. You know. So why do you think people are so many like are in so many complicated relationships or friends with benefit situations? Um, I think the I think the economy kind of that doesn't help. You know. 
sometimes I had a message a while ago on Facebook, like during the whole quarantine, you know, like the beginning of it. She says, Alex, I just moved in, you know, uh, with my boyfriend mm -hmm. and, you know, gave up her apartment, all, all the other stuff. And, and she realized in the quarantine, like, they had nothing in common. She don't like them? Yeah, nothing in the common. She don't like them. It was like, 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 what do you do from that? Mm -hmm. you know, she gave up. She gave up it all, right, just to be with somebody, and then like it don't work. You know, um, I even think like even now, like man, I think maybe people should just wait until they just get married to move in. Like, Thanks. <laughs> like Thanks. at least you have that solid commitment. Because in my life, I, I want to feel like I want to commit to you, right? Yeah. Like, and, and I want that. Like that is what I truly value. Like that love, cool, but commitment says everything. Right, like I'm gonna fight with you to the end, right? I, I'm gonna like it's not always gonna be perfect, but it's gonna be worth it, you know that kind of thing. Like we can have goals and crush those goals, mm -hmm. and I think like it's just not based off like love is so conditional, man. Like I hate to say that, but it's just so conditional. Like because the moment that you stop doing something for somebody, like they probably offer you, right? And I feel like if you ever have the if you ever have to threaten to leave like con continuously, like. You should know where you stand. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe you should just walk away, right? But they don't want to walk away because they want that person. Like, have you ever tried to not hit somebody up because you want them to miss you, but then you end up missing them more? Yeah. So then you just go ahead and text them, and then you're like, why you didn't hit me up? You know? You find yourself extending yourself, and when you do that, you lower your self-worth. Mm -hmm. You know? Because they should see it as it is. You shouldn't have to tell somebody, you know, how to treat you, how to love you, how to, you know, what you like and don't like, they should be solid, right, and always trying to figure that out. The moment they stop trying to figure that out, like, you know, like you're never supposed to stop dating. You're never supposed to stop getting getting to know someone. And people become so comfortable and just, oh, I got somebody. And then when you get them, you don't know what to do with them, right? Like, wanting me, like, that's easy. But what you going to do when you got me? Mm -hmm. Right? So I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. Me neither. You know? Yeah. I say the same thing, like, mm -hmm. I don't want to, and mind you, I've been married before. Yeah. So for me, it's it's completely different. Like, I don't want to live with anyone until we're married. Like, I don't yeah. want certain experiences until I'm with, like, the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. Yeah. And people act like it's, like, the most insane thing <laughs> ever. And yeah. it's like, guys, like, no, this is how it should be. Yeah. You know, we share so much of ourselves to people that we don't really even know. Yeah. Yes, I don't know you like that. At all. <laughs> <laughs> Like we may got this little bond going on, but I don't really know. I don't you know like you like like like, yeah. like. Can I trust you with my trauma? Can right. I trust you with the real stuff that goes yeah. on in my head? Yeah, you know, that trauma that's a big one. It it is a big one, and I feel like that's why I just don't date yeah. because I just, I know that I'm not ready to like give parts yeah. of myself over to anyone. Yeah, no, I don't I know mean, how I like that. Yeah, if that's if that's your truth, that's your truth. Stand mm -hmm. in it, you know. Period. Because the, the right one is not going to try to. Uh, uh, force that mm -hmm. he's gonna try to you know he's gonna understand that he's gonna be understanding right like so a relationship shouldn't like it, it should bring you security right it shouldn't leave you feeling you know insecure it, it should bring you certainty it shouldn't have you feeling unsure right like you're supposed to you just posted that yeah <laughs> it's like you're supposed to like like embrace that you know it's just like if a person wants to be in your life like they're not going to give you too many questions like they're not gonna have you questioning on on, on where they stand, you know. Facts. Their actions are gonna be like that's the answer, right? Like it's effort, 
And if somebody is like like constantly showing up and giving you effort, like dating somebody, like they're not going to be one of your main stressors, right? But it's like we find ourselves stressing over somebody, wanting them to act right, and it's like they're not going to act right, right? <laughs> and it's like it, it's, it's just straight up, you know? It's yeah. like they're not going to act right. Like it, it, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to be fine. Like I know you want, you know, it to work out, but it's some things aren't meant to work out. So, so something better can work out, you know? It's just, you know, maybe they had to show you that, you know, as a reminder of like, maybe you, d- you know, you deserve better. And so, yeah. I feel like sometimes people also stay in relationships that they know is not good for them yeah. just so they can be like, well, I'm a wife yeah. or like, well, I have a man. Right. And it's like, sis, but you're so unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> like, is it worth it? Yeah. I mean, everybody has their own definition of happiness. Some people's happiness is toxicity. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's cool. But I always feel like, um, you know, a healthy environment is better than a toxic one, right? Any day of the week. Like, that got to mean something. But I think sometimes people, they get so accustomed to always fighting, right? Like, fighting life, fighting whatever. And it's, I feel like, man, like, people give, you know, their job 100%. And then they get the person that they with, like, maybe 20 30%, right? Like, they get all the stress and the angry, you know, and frustrations. And it's like, you know, you need places to, like, release, yeah. You know, and if you can't trust somebody with these releases, right, like, what are you going to do? We like, need to be together. Yeah, and it's a bunch of releases that I've kind of, like, um, kind of, like, cultivated. And, you know, one of those releases would be energy, right? Like, you have to place your energy somewhere, mm-hmm. right? And it's just, like, um, because if you don't, then guess who gets that frustration, right? Maybe your kids, maybe your family, maybe your friends. Like, you're frustrated and you have no release, right? And it's the release of, like, um, having a creative release, you know what I mean? Like, if you can't um, express yourself in a way of, like, creative form, like, because that helps, right? Like, like you say, like, going me going through depression, guess what? I created, um, you know, what I have now is called Love Me Better. I created a T-shirt brand. I created, you know, writing books. I was able to express myself, you know what I mean, through those quote-unquote hard times. You know, and I was able to be, you know, have intimate releases with my kids, you know, spend one on one time with them as well, as well as, you know, together. Right. Like they give me love. I give them love, you know, and spending finding things that my son likes to do, teaching my son things, teaching my daughter things like that helps. Right. And then it's like you have the um, more so of a connection. Right. We all think connections are good, but sometimes they can be bad right? because you're up under somebody all the time. And it's like, you know, let them disconnect, spend time with themselves. Right. Self love them. Self love you. And then, you know, come back together. But then you also want to have an environment where to like where like you were talking about where you can talk about, you know, what's bothering you, right? How to handle that trauma, right? Creating that environment. And if you don't have that, um, you know, people should seek, you know, advice or counsel or, you know, life coach or whatever to get those things out into the world. Like, because I know one thing, like when you're releasing things out into the world, right? Like imagine like if you push something down, right? eventually it's going to pop up mm-hmm. and sometimes it comes up with like aggression. Right. And you feel like you're at war and you know, I don't know if life should really be like that. No. Yeah. I think you have a shirt that says, um, love shouldn't hurt. Or yeah. Love doesn't yeah. Hurt. Yeah. Love don't hurt. Yeah. It should heal. Mm-hmm. You know, it should. I don't want to be at war with my spouse. Yeah. That is, that is exhausting. Yeah. yeah. To where you're like you're not happy to come home. So you're not gonna be happy every day you come home. I get it, 
You know, sometimes you don't want to be just like left alone. Yeah, like introvert. Yeah, like even me, like I have friends, like they go and do something and they always talk to me, right? And mm-hmm. some days, you know, they going through it. Like Alex, I don't want to hear the positivity right now. I just want to <laughs> vent. I just want to go through it. I just need. All right, cool. I, you know, I get it. I'm yeah. Getting, you know, I'll give you space. You know, and, 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 and you know. You're that friend. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I'm gonna let you talk about it like one time. Get it out mm-hmm. because my energy. Like, listen. Like, you ever talk to some people and then like after it you talk to you, you feel drained. Yes. Right, like they they put all they all, like all that weight is on you, and it's like I don't like when people say. You know, your pain is my pain because it's not. <laughs> because if you're going through something right now and I say, I'm with you, I feel your pain, right? Maybe you can't sleep at night, but guess what I'm doing? Sleeping like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> and it's funny because a lot of, well, it's not funny, it's sad that a lot yeah. of people don't understand that about the whole energy and how about how energy is transferable. Yeah. You know, like I've literally been in situations where people will call me a bad friend because yeah. I don't want to hear their yeah. Take on the burdens. Yeah. And it's like, it's not how mm-hmm. it works. Deal with your ish. Yeah, I've had people, Alex, let me vent to you. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, you know, you know, I, I'm not in that space right now. Yeah. Like, I had a great day. I don't want to yes. hear about your, you know, find whatever you need to do to, you know, to, you know, and, and they know me. I give them, you know, those releases. Like, mm-hmm. go apply that. Go take that energy. Go to the gym. Go write. Go do the thing that you said that you was going to do after yes. the mood you said it in has left. Mm-hmm. Right, like that's your true commitment, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So you got to honor that. In times when you don't have a good day, do something that's gonna push you forward. Right, go go be so focused on like loving you, right? Like go tell somebody you know that they're beautiful, that they're pretty, that they're whatever. Like go validate somebody else and watch mm-hmm. how you feel. You're gonna feel good. I don't know if you got to go to the bank, take out twenty, and go give it to a stranger, right? But you're end up feeling good about your life. So it's, it becomes less about you know you. And, and it becomes more about, like, let's attack this problem with a solution. You know, but a lot of people would like to feed problems with problems. And that's a recipe for self-destruction, honestly. <laughs> I feel like the older we get in life, the more selfless we should become. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was super, like, selfish growing up. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's like, to be honest, like, the kids ain't do it for me. You know, it's just like, I know they like, oh, like, your life changes when you have kids. Like, to be honest, like, when I had my daughter, it didn't change much. <laughs> right? Like, I just, my, my love was just there, yeah. you know? And as far as my son, like, I was like, wow. Like, it wasn't until, like, maybe a year after he was born. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, like, I don't want you to be like me. Mm. And I was like, shoot, I got to change. <laughs> it would be a better example. <laughs> and you know what's funny is, like, the change, you know, in healing, it's like, it sucks. Like, nobody wants to heal and, and change. Nobody, because we are our own worst critics. Like, we spend mm-hmm. time with us the most. And who's there in that moment when, you know, everything goes bad? It's you. So it becomes like, what do you tell yourself when you're by yourself? You know? And that sometimes, that eats us up. And I realized that um, in order to better that perspective, like, wanting the best for my son, I had to become a better person. Right? Like, I, I, I had to live by example. I had to live it. Right. I had to walk it. I had to, you know, if I'm talking, I got to walk it. Right. And it's like, you know, um, spending time with them, like they're able to get all of that wisdom and knowledge. So, like, they got a 20 year gap, you know, on me. And I'm like a little bit jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Should be proud. But I'm very glad and very proud that, like, they succeed in school and they're smart and they're, you know, they want to have a good time. And they remind me of of me, you know, as a kid. And, and, um, 
that's so um you know you become unselfish that way that's good yeah i like what you said about um when you're alone and what you're telling yourself yeah i think that's probably the most important thing no it is like right like the art of self-love because mm-hmm. you could fool the cameras yeah you, you can fool your boss you can fool your family you can fool whatever you who you ever you want to fool but your right? thoughts but your thoughts when you mm-hmm. buy yourself like <laughs> like those are the like if you want some realization like there you go because that's what it is like when you buy yourself when you lay your head at the pillow at night what you're telling yourself right the job may not be finished but you may be done for the day you know and i don't think that's i think sometimes we can't be so hard on us and it's okay to um have a bad day it's okay to not be okay like we all struggle away right and we're all a setback away like none of us plan it but it's like how are you going to respond not react but how are you going to respond to the mm-hmm. challenges of life right are you going to quit and not you know press forward you know, are you going to revert back to, you know, that small space that, like, you don't want to be in, but you know, like, you know in your heart of hearts, in order to get to where you want to be and where you deserve to be, like, you have to work and press forward. Because the moment that you declare that you want something in the world, guess what's going to happen? The problems is going to come. Trials. Trials <laughs> and, and tribulations, all of it is going to come. And how will you respond to it, you know? And, and it's like, you got to be committed, right? It, 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 it's... We talked about it earlier, like staying true to what you said that you was going to do, even in a mood you said in the love. I've heard a lot of people talk about 2020, the best year. Here's some adversity for you. Like, what you going to do? <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, we'll, we'll try again next year. No, no, no. Now, yeah. now. Figure it out now. Mm-hmm. Because what's going to happen is you're going to start to regret. It's a lot of people who are still living in, you know, um, in their high school years. It's a lot of people still living in 2019. What happened in 2019? Oh, I can't win because what happened in 2018. I can't win Let because what happened go. in 2017. 2015, my man's broke up with me, and I can't win because, man, it's like, yo, but yo, it's five years. When I was a kid. When I was a kid. Man, listen. <laughs> man. Oh, my gosh. And it's like, yo, you know, get around people who, you know, feed your focus and start yeah. your distractions, you know. That's good. And if you can't have that, you know, create it. Like whatever's not there, you like you have the ability to create whatever, like you want. You know, you can manifest whatever you want into reality, and I think that is the beautiful part about life, because every day is a new chance to just get it right, right. So, you gotta find a way to love yourself. You know. So. Period. <laughs> okay, so I thought this would be a fun thing to do. So All if right. you guys follow Alex on social media, you know he's really big on the quotes. Yeah. On the quotes, on the posts, <laughs> on all of that good stuff. Yeah. So I have a list of social media postings. Okay. Some of them are yours. Okay. Some of them aren't. Okay. So you have to tell me which one is a AD one. Okay, let's get it. And which one isn't. Okay. Uh, let me start with this one. This one should be an easy one. Okay. The pain was what I needed to refocus. Thank you. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) Facts, because sometimes, you know, you don't look for revenge. You know, like, you don't want, like, the revenge is you leveling up. Mm -hmm. Right? The revenge is you just, like, letting go. Like, and just creating that smile again, that peace again. Yes. Okay. Uh, I disagree with the notion that women can't handle the truth. Women handle the truth just fine. The problem is that you expect women to handle the truth in a way that still benefits you at her expense. That sounds like me. 
sounds like you. But it's not. It? <laughs> it's not. It's not. But what do you think about I've that? I've said something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I always say, man, like women, like people can handle almost anything, right? They can mm-hmm. handle anything. Like the human body can handle anything. So if you give yourself, you know, if you give people respect and just be truthful with them, like I always say, I can tell you whatever I want to right now in this mm-hmm. moment. And I'm going to let you handle it how you want to handle it. You will respect me a lot because I gave you the, uh, the now the decision to navigate with the information that I gave you. Yeah. You know, versus beating around the bush and hiding behind it. So a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, uh, I wouldn't say men and women, but a lot of people are like A to B, right? Like if you straight up with me, I can be straight up with like, like, like what do you want from me? <laughs> what do you need from me? If it suits me, if it's valuable to me, I rock, you know, let's, Let's do it. Mm-hmm. But that beating around the bush, like, irks my nerves. You're wasting you know? my time. Yeah, right. And that that's going to bother me because if you let that prolong, it's going to go on. Like, <laughs> Okay. Here's another one. Mm-hmm. As a man, you never supposed to vent to your girl. That's ever. not me. <laughs> <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He got that one really quick. Okay. If I ever express interest in you, it's because I saw what I could do for you, that's, not what you that, could do for me. me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know what I'm capable of with the right partner and fully aware of what could happen with the wrong one. Right. That's why I can't just be with anyone. Anyone. No, I earn my greatness. Period. You know, so I'm not saying that I'm not saying somebody has to be what I am, but you're gonna have to respect what's over here. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna give you that respect. Because my thing is I can always respect, love, and trust anyone. But I'm very comfortable giving that, you know, taking that back, you know, if that's taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. So I know what I bring to the table. I know what my life is. I know where I'm headed. And, you know, if it doesn't, you know, sometimes people can't see it. And that's cool. I saw this meme and it was like mm-hmm. she was on a date and he's like, so what do you bring to the table? And she said, I bought this table. Right. right. <laughs> Take it a step farther. Sometimes you got to go eat at another table so they can see how you operate mm. and they'll see your value. But don't go back. You know what I mean? Like, don't yeah. after you enter in a certain room or a certain space, like, don't go back and try to be like, see, this is what I am. Like, no, you ain't got to do that. Mm-mm. Right? People should always elevate to you. You know what I mean? Or meet you where you at. Yeah. People will always, like, they will pull you down faster, you know, than you want to help them up. And that's the real life. Like, think about if somebody's falling, you're, mm, mm-hmm. mm, mm, You know what I mean? And... You know, I'm not carrying anyone on my back that is capable of walking next to me. It has to be reciprocated. You pour yeah. into me, I pour into you. Yeah. I'm not going to dry empty. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, this one. If we never ask you on a date or to see you again, we're too busy. Spending time chasing another girl. Men give effort and time and what they want and to see a future with. Yeah, it's not me, though. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's definitely not. I always feel like if a man is busy, he'll find a way to include you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, no, 100%. Like, 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 I'm busy, but, like, like if I had a shorty right now, like, yeah, I'm busy, but, like, you know, come have a seat, you know? That's so cute. See? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll do one more. Mm-hmm. Ain't no more dating. I'm there near 30. I'm getting <laughs> your number. We are moving together. I'm your kid's stepdaddy. You my new emergency <laughs> contact. We getting married in two weeks, so who's ready? No more. Let's just see where it goes. No, tell me where the f you want to go. Right. I need. I need direction. <laughs> you really take me out. <laughs> I need direction. Like I'm not seeing nothing. Like let's see. No, 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 no. You go see where it's at with somebody else. You gonna see my back walking out yeah, the door. I'm out. 
Like, check, please. You know, I've actually, like, walked out on a date with somebody before, like. Really? Yeah, not someone I'm proud of, but I just felt, like, super disrespected. And Do you care to tell us what happened? Yeah, like, we was in the movies, mm-hmm. watching a movie. What and, movie was it? Um. I asked random details. Yeah, I can't really remind you, man. I can't really tell you what it you was. You can't even remember the movie. Yeah, it was like halfway through. I watched it like like afterwards, like you know, like months later. But, okay, um, tell me. It was a it was a situation where just like yo, like she kept she was just texting through the whole movie. Oh like, no, like maybe like thirty minutes in, she just kept texting, but like didn't want to really have conversation, like little small ones. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, I'm texting, you know, I'm texting my girls. But I felt like yo, girls was in the movies. You know, I felt like they was actually, like, sitting next to her because she was always down at the screen. And I'm like, that's when I realized the movies is probably the worst place for a, a first date. Hmm. You know? But I just told her, I said, hey, I'm about to use the bathroom. I'm about to head out. Like, she she drove herself and yada, yada, yada. She was like, what? And I was like, yeah. You know, woo-woo. And, yeah. That was that. Still cool. I mean, she's following me, you know, still, like, on, on you know, on, on social media or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like. I mean, I don't. I wonder yeah. if she's had some self realization about that and yeah. see where she was wrong. I don't know. I'm so calm and people feel like I give so much, but like I really don't. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's probably just your demeanor. Yeah, like people always <laughs> tell me smile, and I'm like, yo, like I'm happy. Like don't like people smile all day and be miserable inside. Be dying on like maybe smile off of social media and be dying inside. So you really think me smiling is gonna portray that I'm that I'm just the happiest? I hate when people tell me that. It's so like, rude. I'm not walking around smiling. For what? Like, oh, I'm going to feel your energy first, and then I'm going to see, you know, what's good. You know? Because mine is always, I'm always, I'm, if I'm outside, I'm vibing. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm cool. I'm a vibe. Just don't play with me. <laughs> Facts. I, yeah. That need to be on the shirt, man. Like, hey, for real. really, you need to <laughs> go ahead and work that one out. Yeah. Because it's true. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a vibe. Just don't play yeah, with me. Yeah, like, I'm not one for the, you know, it's like, you, we can play games. You know, like, we can go bowling. Okay. You know, those kind of games. But don't play games with me. Don't play games with my life. I don't know. I don't know know how much time God gave me. You playing with it. You know? (laughs) So, no. No, 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 no. You find somebody else to play with. And that's on period. Yeah. You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) But this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for coming on to A Moment with A. Do you want to plug in your social media account so everybody can follow you, hit you up? I... Sure. Um, you know, uh, it's I am Alexander Dixon. Um, I think that's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. You know, if you follow me, you follow me. If you don't, you know, you don't. I mean, it's not what I do it for. Um, but I just do it just to share my heart. And sometimes I'm a little unfiltered. Sometimes I'm a little, you know, I always get, man, this is what I needed. You know, I love your page. Or somebody actually told me like this week, two times this week, that um, one person was suicidal mm. and they came across my page and they loved it. And one guy, um, which that's unique because a guy, you know, usually I get a woman, but I'm mm-hmm. so happy that it was a guy because my message is just not catered to women, right? Women, if you give women knowledge, they actually apply the knowledge at a higher rate than a man. But because sometimes we come, yeah. men come from women. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I feel like, honestly, if you equipped a woman with knowledge, right? If a man is really interested in her, he's going to listen to her, right? He'll rise up. A woman's love is worth two times more than a man's love. And that's just what you say on period, right? <laughs> so it's more so um, self-love is not, you know, it's universal. It is. Right? It's it's like when I know what, you know, who I am, like, right, like my value 
pay more, not less, right? And I think sometimes that 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 scare women, like because it's like he knows who he is, and you can't trick me from feeling guilty mm-hmm. about anything, you know? Because I like I just know, you know. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Check it, right? But I think sometimes, you know, it's a lot that we didn't really cover, but it's it's, it's great because I can go. A lot of places, man, but it's just like I can go a lot of places on earth and can't nobody take my voice away. And it's like if I if I, you know, became um if I didn't have a voice anymore, like what would my life say? Like what would my life speak? And so I live every day with that, right? It's by living it, it's by breathing it, it's by, you know, uh walking it and setting examples rather than just being somebody to just, you know, talk. Yeah. Because I think people talk. And it's like, you know, you go to church and it's like, wow, the pastor really like he felt me like I'm going through that. Mm-hmm. And it's like we gave a message to everybody. But mm-hmm. you feel like he was talking to you. Yeah. See, a lot of people, w- 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 you know, what they do is they talk. And, you know, I believe that speaking has a, a, a an art, you know, that you're able to capture people's attention while you have it. And when you have it, you should do something with it to add value to somebody's life. So I, I am very introverted because when I speak. I learned that people actually listen and they're able to take away and they're able to feel a certain way after um, I leave their presence. You know, and I think that that is how, you know, that is how I knew that I was doing uh, something bigger than me. Right. Cause I always felt like my life was bigger than me. And if I just kept living, I'm going fig- to figure it out. And, you know, some things that I went through in my life brought me to where I'm at now. And I'm thankful for that. It's good. I think all the most influential yeah. People are introverts, but I'm biased. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some people say I'm introvert. Some people say I'm not. But you can it's be like, both. You can be an introvert and an extrovert. Yeah, it's like I'm not friendly, but I'm a great friend. Yes. You know? I get you. <laughs> that is literally me. Yeah. I'm, I'm the mean friend and my yeah. click, but I'm not mean. I just vibe yeah. with who I vibe with. Yeah. That's yeah. good. I'm always, I'm always good energy, man. Um, I don't, feel, I don't really feel like, you know, I've had people that I really – um, like crossed, right? Like I don't like my like in a long time, man. Like you know, when I was a teenager, like yeah, I would do whatever to like cross somebody, right? To like to gain some kind of like leverage mm-hmm. you know, in, in my life, and that's wrong. You mm-hmm. know, like I was telling you earlier, like I don't believe you should live your life, you know, like that. And but I had to learn that lesson on my own. That that's not the way to you know move about life, you know. So. Now, you know, I'm comfortable with people coming in and out of my life um, because I know who I am. And maybe they had to stop by to get whatever I had to offer or value, whatever, and proceed with their life, you know. And I hope whoever come in contact with me, maybe we cross paths because maybe somebody treated them a certain way, but now they're able to appreciate what I bring. You have such a great outlook on life. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm for it. I'm not hurt. <laughs> I'm healed. It took some time to get to know me, you know, so I can go anywhere, man, and feel like I'm at peace. That's good. Make sure you buy his books on Amazon and not on period. Mm-hmm. And check out his website. What's your website? I am Alexander Dixon. Yes. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> it's super dope. I was on there this morning looking at your t shirts. Oh Lord. <laughs> Seeing which one I'm gonna yeah. get. Yeah. <laughs> Cut it into a Funny crop top. thing, like everything that I do, like it's from somebody that was like that loved me. Like they gave me insight. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like my mom, like I like I made a t shirt for me. Like to be honest with you, I made t shirts for me. Like like I started writing for me. 
right? I started speaking for me, right? Right, and it's funny how I made a video, and you know, if I got one person to watch a video, like, yeah, that was cool. Like, I was like, oh man, like one person, like you know, <laughs> now it's just grown, right? And it's just like you know, even with t-shirts, like I made this for me, like, I, like when I'm when I'm in the gym working out, or when I or however I feel in the morning, right? Like, or however I feel in the current moment, like I have a t-shirt. And my mom was like, you missing something. And I was just like, I ain't making no t-shirts, man. Like, mom. I ain't, I ain't doing that. Right? Like, I'm not doing that. I ain't doing that. And it's funny how, like, you know, it's cool, right? And down to the speaking, right? Like, I never envisioned myself, you know. Um, I used to envy, like, you know, like, pastors, right, and our speakers. I'm like, I can never be that good. Like, they're good. You know what I mean? But it's like. You know, it's a, it is an art. It's a craft that they work at, and mm-hmm. you got to respect it. But I always felt like, me growing up in church, I always felt like the pastor was perfect. But now I realize that it's the imperfections that make it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the progression. It's the story. It's the, you know, it's all of that that they're able to, you know, kind of be like, wow, like, you know, if that guy could do it, that's all I want people to look at me for is, like, it's possibility. Like, if that guy did if, if it's possible for, for that guy, <laughs> right, that can't speak, read, write, whatever, like, whatever the people say I can't do, right? If that guy could do it, then I could do it, you know? And I just want people to look at me as possibility. I mean, that's why it's important to chase purpose. Yeah, straight up. You would be so much more happy. Yeah, the money will come. Like, the money will come. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's funny how that happens, but, like, the money will come. Like, impact, right? Like, go impact somebody, man. If it's one person, like, wow, you know? Tyler Perry has this quote that um, rather than being an icon, I want to be an inspiration. Yeah. I just love it. Yeah, yeah. I want to I wanna, uh, uh, inspire to, like, expire. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, however, that, whatever, like, just because your path is lonely don't mean that it's wrong. Right? Like, I'm on this journey and I'm going I'm to complete it. You know what I mean? So I always say the journey continues, you know, the marathon continues, whatever. But it's like, I like the scenic route. You know, like, I like the view from here. Like, I really do. That's good. Yeah. I'm a fan. I think you're cool. No, no fan. <laughs> Supporters. Okay. I'm a, well, I'm, that's my thing. I'm a fan. All right, cool. cool. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been great. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of A Moment with A. Be sure to connect with Alex. Um, and always, thank you for listening and for being here and being a part of the A Squad. So I will catch you guys next week on the next episode of A Moment with A. Bye. Yeah.